Hey, everybody, this is Jobeth. It's Liz. Hey, it's Ariel. This is uh, Air Quote Law Pod, and we are doing a bank episode. And what does that mean? If you are a podcast listener, you know what a bank episode is, but we are, um, this is going to be a potpourri episode of random stuff that we are going to keep on ice. That way, if schedules conflict and we are unable to put together a live or, or a fresh podcast for you, we would drop this in so that we could stay on the schedule. So, uh, yeah, again, I, I, maybe, maybe by the time that this airs, other episodes around it will have catchy theme music here, but not this one, unless we drop it in somehow. But that would be so hyper-technical above our heads. And maybe this gets cut out and maybe it doesn't. Anyway, bank episode. Um, Liz has been chomping at the bit to ask law trivia. Um, yes, but I haven't um, found it yet. I haven't found it yet because I don't know what I saved it as in my computer. All right. Well, I have um, I have a list of like tricky questions. They are not law related. They're like. Oh, I found it. I found it. You found it. So let's. Yeah. What. uh, We can kind of mix it up. Do some of those, some of these. So I used to host trivia um, pre-COVID and I kind of stopped doing it because COVID and because I had a child during COVID. Um, I'd like to go back to it one day. Um, but anyway, I hosted a trivia for the Bar Association, which ugh, lawyers are savage when it comes to trivia. So, and it was weird because it's like a bar association that I'm a member of. So I have a bunch of, I have a whole trivia game here and I'll ask you some questions and it doesn't all have to be law people, but let's, um, this game, by the way, was, uh, played on October 3rd of 2019. I don't know that that matters for any of the questions, but we're about to find out. Yeah. Okay. Um, you want the first law question? Yeah. Um, this is kind of a law question. What political figure appeared on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me and correctly answered three questions about My Little Pony Friendship is Magic? Uh, I don't consistently listen to Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a guess. Uh because this person has young enough daughters. Um Barack Obama. No, no, that eh. I'll give you, Ariel, I'll give you a hint. Um, I do, this person does not. Does not what? Does oh, not no, have no, like no. young enough kids to, for this to be relevant. This is a politician. Yeah. Um, Elizabeth Warren. No, it is Bill Clinton. Weird. I know. Now this one is away from Bill Clinton trivia. He probably has enough young girls that call him daddy, though. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Oh. Um. Okay. This this question was speed law movies, so you have thirty seconds. Within thirty seconds, what movie starred Joe Pesci playing a lawyer? Uh, my cousin Vinny. My cousin Vinny. Yep. You want to hear my favorite trivia question that's on here? It's not law related. Okay. What is the filling 
between the wafers in a Kit Kat and be specific? What do you mean? What's the filling? It's sugar and like theoretically cream. Hold on. Are we talking about a left? No, that's Twix. That's Twix. Um, a Kit Kat is some sort of like, like it has cookie wafers. wafer. Oh, it has yeah. chocolate in between them. But there's also some wafer in there, like the crispy. Yeah, what's what between the wafers? The chocolate. What is the question? All right, are you ready for what the filling is? Because this is my favorite trivia question. It is ground up other Kit Kats. Oh, that is. Okay, that's literally chocolate. So this is a, oh, Liz, do better. But it also has the wafers in it. Like they take, I said be specific. They take other Kit Kats and grind them up. So tell me how they made the first Kit Kat. Oh, I wonder that all the time. Wow. Wow. All right. It's my favorite. I think about it. It's like chicken and the egg situation. It's and- not. They need the Kit Kat and then a. Per- oh, fuck. Oh, they just <laughs> didn't put. No, 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 no. There, no. you got it. No, 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 no. I have this. So they didn't put it together. You had the wafer and the chocolate. All you have to do is mix it together. Those are the components of a Kit Kat. It's not that they took a literal Kit Kat and ground it up. I promise you, they don't. But I promise you, the filling is not other Kit Kats. They're not going to spend the money and the time making fully formed Kit Kats to ground them up. They're just going to take the chocolate and the wafers and grind them up to make the filling. Oh, this is. I figured they just took like the ugly messed up ones. No, there are. Oh, no, I can't even. I'm done. I have a yeah. feeling that by the time this episode actually airs, that Ariel will be over to our way of thinking about the conundrum that is the Kit Kat. <laughs> I'm a very logical person. All right. Well, here's another question. It's also about food and law. Oh, that last one was just about food. What snack food was the subject of a British lawsuit as to whether or not it was a potato chip? Oh, that's that. That's got to be the, the the, the Pringles, Pringles. Yes. Yes. I think they were trying to argue. It was like something about taxes, and they were trying to argue. I think that it was like mashed potatoes or something. Or that it was made of ground up Twix. <laughs> no, it's made. Or ground up. It's made of ground up other Pringles. I think it's also baked, not fried. Ooh. And it's not whole potato slices. It's like ground up potatoes. But, but they call them crisps over there. They are? Crisps. Yeah, that's all chips, though. I thought chips were fries. Chips are fries. Crisps are crisps. Cri- chips are crisps. Pizza Pringles are the best. Uh, um, what's next? Okay. Next. Um, okay. This is an easy one. What Supreme Court justice inspired a Sam Adams beer? It's easy if you're drunk. It's easy because, well, I'll let you guess. Is is it Sam Adams? Was he a Supreme Court justice? It's It's the trendy one. RBG? Yeah. But like, what was? I wish you had told us what. The oh, oh, was. you mean like a like a one of their seasonals? Yes. Sorry. Oh, like, uh, what uh, season uh, is Ruth Bader Ginsburg? What is Ruth Bader Ginsburg's season? And what every is she season is RBG season. It was yeah. called When There Are Nine, and there were only twenty kegs made. Um. Okay. All right. Um. 
okay, what were the only three ingredients that could be used to make beer according to a 1516 German law? Uh, barley, hops, and ground up Kit Kat. <laughs> you got two. I, water. The other one is, yeah, water. I was going to say basically what Bud Light is made of. Um, okay. Um, and what Marvel character that debuted in 1980 was a lawyer and served as legal counsel to many superheroes? Matt Murdock. The Daredevil. Okay, Ariel. No idea. She-Hulk slash Jennifer Waters. Oh, shit. I forgot. She was a lawyer, too. Oh, was Daredevil a lawyer? Yeah. Well, I guess he didn't debut in 1980, so. I should have listened to the whole question. Um, How many points is a Q worth in a game of Scrabble? 10. 10. Yeah. Um, so, oh, oh, wait, uh, I have one more good one. I, I want to talk about Scrabble. I, oh, can't yeah. do, I can't do this anymore, but this was a fun little skill that I had. Um, we, we used to play in a trivia that was weekly, and they would give you every week a hint about one of the questions, and it would be online. It was really just like a clickbait thing to draw people to their website or whatnot. And... Um, one week, and I'm talking about like this was 2017. The hint for this question was that they were going to give a word, and you were the, the correct answer to the trivia question was to add up the letters, the point values in Scrabble for that word. So there was a period of time where I literally had the whole thing memorized. I had it batched away of these are the ones that are worth three and these are worth four and so on, you know, and, and, and everything like that. But I don't have that anymore. That's some good knowledge. I love that. Do you play so, a lot of travel? No, no, no. We just did this just to, just to fucking win one trivia question one night. I'm awful at travel. What is on the fifth floor of the U.S. Supreme Court building? Um, Judge Kavanaugh's kegerator. Uh, or is it Justice Justice Kavanaugh? Is that what, what we refer to his honor? No, we don't refer to him as honor. We don't refer to him as justice. The kegerators. Yeah. No, I was guessing the library, but I'm probably wrong. No. Mm-hmm. Um, so it it's, is- it's one of those inflatable Moe's taverns also um, for Kavanaugh. Yeah. Um, I wish it's called the highest court in the land and it's a basketball court. Oh, wow. Yeah. I went bowling in the White House. They would have to let Snoop Dogg play there for it to really be the highest court in the land. Uh, that... Um, and apparently sometimes you can like uh, hear the basketballs. Um, and I got one more lawyer question. What was the lawyer who unfairly died too soon in Jurassic Park? What was he doing when he died? Oh, is this the guy on the porta potty? Yes. Yes. We're bringing the porta potties back full circle. Did you I... know that I almost died? When a bunch of porta potties fell off a truck <laughs> on well, the beltway, I know it because 
your friend from WhatsApp knows it. Well, everybody was making stuff up, but this was actually a true story for me. I did almost get hit by a series of porta potties going 270 or went going 70 on the DC Beltway when the like cable that was holding them on the back of a pickup truck broke and they mm. came bouncing out and um, I called my dad and cried. One of them came bouncing out? No, not one of them. Like three or four of them bounced out of the back of the truck onto the road. And I was like behind them and we were going 70 miles per hour. And I like was swerving out of the way of porta potties. And I was like, this is how I'm going to die. That is horrifying. And my super pathetic life at the time. This was pre my wife. My was like oh flashing my before my eyes. And I was like, oh. That is a fun fact. Flashback to fun facts. Yeah. That, but that's a fun fact. I cried. It's a funny fact. <laughs> oh my God. So I think that let's end trivia there. Um, but I, since oh, I, I got, I've got some stuff. We're going to end oh, your yeah. trivia there. But I do want to give out um, a shout out to Showtime Trivia because that is who I worked for and they have great trivia. And since I used some questions that I did write, but for them, or maybe just for this lawyer game, if you're in like the Maryland area, and I think there's some in Virginia, uh, maybe Delaware. Anyway, Showtime Trivia is great. Go to one of those if you see a sign at a bar because it's real fun. Cool. Yeah. So I, um, yeah, I want to get back into trivia, but some of the people that we, uh, I don't know, I don't. My my old trivia crew is no longer, and where you are is too long for me to drive and then get inebriated and then head back here. So, or at least where you used to. Um, all right. So here are some yeah, <laughs> riddle questiony sort of things that are, uh, some of these are like, I've looked through most of these. Some of these are like borderline dad jokes, but we're just going to go with it here. Um, so what are two things that you can never eat for breakfast? Lunch and dinner. Yes, I don't necessarily agree with this one, but that is the answer. Um, what word is spelled incorrectly in every single dictionary? Incorrectly. You are two for two. Uh, a girl fell off of a 50-foot ladder but didn't get hurt. Why? Because she's already dead. <laughs> <laughs> Ariel, anything? No, because she fell off the bottom rung. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And I should know this because all I have been doing is editing firefighter incident reports. So I should know my way around a ladder by now. (laughs) I doubt any of them are admitting to falling off the bottom rung of a ladder. But if they need a worker's comp attorney, I know a guy. (laughs) No, one of them was on a ladder and it fell through the floor. He was fine though. Um, you spot a boat full of people, but there isn't a single person on board. How is that possible? That makes no sense. It will. And you'll hate it. Oh, they were all entertained. 
Oh, that's they good. Were, they were they were all married, occupied. <laughs> what? They were, they were all married, so they're not single. You spot a vo- boat full of people, but there isn't a single person on board. Uh, it's a swingers boat. Okay, so I'm going to say that my answer also made sense. It depends on where you put the comma in that sentence. It's It, it matters. The commas matter. Yeah. So I would, I argue that mine is also a correct answer. Um, yeah. Here, let me say the lawyer thing. Devil's advocate. Yes. My, fuck people who say devil's advocate. Right? I hate that. But no, you just want to argue another point and you're a lawyer and you're allowed to, but don't use the phrase devil's advocate. Uh, let's see. What will you actually find at the end of every rainbow? Rain. The letter N. No, wait. Rainbow. The letter W. <laughs> you you started with what was at the beginning of every rainbow and then <laughs> a, a random letter in the middle. And now you've got the letter W, which is the correct answer here. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, Oh, this one's bad. I'm not, I'm going to even skip that one. Uh, what two keys can't open any door? A monkey? In my heart. A monkey? That's one of them. Wait, seriously? And, and what might he be riding? A donkey? Yes, that's the other one. Yeah, that these are stupid. these are dumb. I don't like these ones that have other answers. <laughs> I really thought like they're not other answers. They're not right. Okay. Uh, let's see. How many seconds are there in a year? You can't use your calculator. Well, I know from rent how many minutes there are. Okay. So, so <laughs> multiply that by 60 and you'll get the wrong answer. Uh, there are 12 January 2nd, February 2nd, March 2nd, et cetera, et cetera. Stop. How many months have 28 days? All of them. Yes. Yeah, some of these are, are, are really dumb. Go on, give us another. I'm enjoying this. Okay. I'm an odd number. Take away one letter and I become even. What number am I? Eleven? Nope. No. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. You, you, you. I don't know what you're thinking to get there, but you might be thinking the right thing. That you have to take one letter off of the word of seven. Seven. Because if you take off the S, it leaves you. You, I thought you were on the right track with 11 because even is in there. Yes, yes, yes. I get it. Oh, yes. For those of you playing along, I tweet at us and let us know how many you got right. Yeah. Not that we know how many we've asked. Um, Also do that. Tweet at us after you count. 
Yes. Tell us how many, what, uh, what five letter word becomes shorter when you add two letters to it? What? Short. Short. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, let's see. What else do we have? That's dumb. Life is hard, but finding a really great podcast makes the days go by so much easier. Hi, my name is Blue Tulusma. I'm a writer, an emotional intelligence coach, and the host of Humanize with Blue Tulusma, a podcast where we believe that when you humanize everyone in the room, a great conversation is almost guaranteed. Join us every week here on Electricast as me and my guest co-hosts unpack big topics and interview even bigger personalities with a sense of humor and a dash of mischief. If you're looking for a new best friend in your head, we've got you covered. Electricast. That's dumb. This is in some way saying that the rest of them that I've asked are not dumb. That's all I've got because the page is getting glitchy because it's full of ads and clickbait crap like that. Ariel, what do you have for us? Um, I had a story. I can't recall. What was it? Help. Uh. Oh. I wanted everybody to share like the weirdest like client interaction and you guys are little bitches and you're afraid. No, I've got one. It's good. Okay. I'm a bitch. Yeah. Liz was like uh, attorney client confidentiality. You could talk about anything that happens in open court unless it's yeah. a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A, a juvenile case. I mean, yeah. I could. Fine. Let me let me okay, you don't have to because we don't have to like go into all of these but um i'm not gonna say where or anything but apparently this is like pretty common i was volunteering um pro bono as paralegal at a clinic before it's a paralegal before i went to law school and um we had this guy come in who was homeless and he was living at a homeless shelter he came in because he wanted to sue one of the employees of the homeless shelter because they had stolen his DVD player full of porn. And he said they stole it, but they really had like taken it away because you can't watch porn like in a public setting. Like you can't be sitting in like the common room of a homeless shelter watching porn on a portable DVD player. High crimes and misdemeanors. You can't take that away from a man. But like also they could have just taken the DVD. Right. right? No, but that would have been the crime. In this, the twist was that this guy claimed that the employee who took this away was actually selling people at the homeless shelter the porn DVDs what this is like I mean, that doesn't really make it okay because that, i mean like sure i don't think it's illegal for him to sell them the porn dvds and i don't think it's that bad that he took it away like 
three strikes you're out you can't keep your dick out in public the whole time go to the bathroom to watch porn like wait 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 wait. you're suggesting facts that are not otherwise in evidence here what that there was some indecent exposure here oh valid i think i mean there was indecent exposure we don't know if it was here he probably left that part of the story yeah yeah yeah, so it's kind of messed up that this dude took away the portable DVD player and the DVDs, but at the same time, like when he sold them to him, he was, I assume, not expecting the guy to do it repeatedly in public, but to do it in the bathroom like a normal person. That's my story. So he actually sued this person? No, of course. A pro bono attorney is not going to like be like, oh yeah, I'm going to represent you for the crime of getting your portable DVD <laughs> player taken when you are may or may not be jerking it in public. No. <laughs> They were just like, we'll get back to you. And I was like, I'm not taking notes on this filth. Like, no, count me out. Done. It's wonderful. Joe with Stern. Yeah, I had I had a um your situation about a random person that had sued for weird things makes me want to mention one, but I don't know. That one probably falls out of the uh um out of the realm in which I, I can talk about, but um, there was a case. So this was way back when I was still in law school and I was part of this clinic program. Hey, this is like the first, the, the first podcast that we're actually going to talk about the law, I guess, huh? Uh, for more than like 10 seconds. So I was part of this clinic program that trained me and let me practice law under the supervision of other attorneys as specifically in the public defender's office. So um I don't remember the particulars of the case that I was handling or one of the cases that the the case that I was handling that day that this story comes into play for. Um, But basically the way that this works, if you're not familiar with handling criminal cases in Maryland is that as you come into the courtroom in the morning, the, the state's attorney is up at the gate, which is kind of the, the, the fence type thing that's separating the, where the trial tables are and where the people sit in the galley that's called the bar. That's why you pass the bar exam. Yeah. So well, the bar, the gate, you know, that's in the middle there or what have you. Um, so anyway, you go up to the gate and you talk to the, the state's attorney and basically they're, cause they're generally speaking, they're oftentimes behind and are not communicating their position on these cases ahead of time, at least not in the district court, which is our lower level trial court. You're usually getting this stuff day of, so you go up there, hey, what do you got for me? And this was a case that I'm assuming it was like an assault case or something because it involved some sort of a victim. And the state's attorney's like, I don't know. I haven't been able to get in touch with the victim yet or the witness or whatever you want to call them. So alleged victim. the alleged victim. Correct. Yeah. So um, I'm going to have to get back to you, you know, hang tight. Let's get through some of this docket because apparently it was a heavier docket that day. And I'm like, okay. And. I'm sitting there and the, uh, you know, the other cases are getting called and going through and we get to the point, it's still pretty much a full courtroom. And, you know, we're talking back in like, I think this was like 2012 or 2013. And um, there is a defendant who, I think it was a guy that was pleading out a DUI case and they're reading through the statement of charges as they're doing this plea. And then all of a sudden some guy in the courtroom in the galley somewhere blurts out, he was drinking. 
like, like that. And, you know, everything stops. The judge looks around. It's all quiet. They continue back to, to read through what's going on. Or maybe the attorney for the, the defendant that's taking the plea is going through mitigation, you know, explaining what happened and who this guy in the community is. And then all of a sudden, this same voice, he was drinking. Again, another pause, another look around. A the judge is basically like, if you know, whoever does that again, you're out of here or whatever. And they still didn't really identify who the person was. They continue on. It happens again. The guy gets ushered out of there and he's gone. And this is me being, I'm not even an attorney yet. I'm still in law school, handling one of my first dockets on my own come to find out that our friend that was in the galley that was being disruptive and has now been escorted out was that alleged victim in my case. So I got my shit dropped. I was excited. Nice. And that's why, and that's why I don't remember much about the case that I actually had because it went away like that. That is a good story and a success. All right. I thought of one also. Um, but it, it wasn't mine. I was just in the courtroom. I probably had something in there that day. And it was one of those where I was a very new attorney. And I mean, now, like, it's not appropriate to laugh in court, but now I wouldn't be so self-conscious, like, if something is funny. And it's probably not going to sound as funny as I relate it, but it was a theft case. And someone, they were reading what happened and the guy was at Walmart and stole a bunch of meat by shoving it down. Oh, he's shoving it down his pants. This is not uncommon. This shit happens all the time. I don't know why. What? It's common? It happens all the time. Oh, that's so weird. Well, they were just the way they were describing it. And I think he probably got caught because like he had a bunch of meat down his pants. Yeah, he did. Oh God. And I'm sure like pants, like unless you're wearing joggers, which like, I don't even think are like that, you know, tight at the bottom. Like, of course it's going to fall out of your pants. (laughs) I mean, and I was like, Oh my God. Ooh, but yeah, maybe bone in. Always (laughs) Always <laughs> when it's down your pants. Oh, oh. But I was just trying so hard not to laugh. And then the court clerk, she was also trying not to laugh. And then I felt better. But now, now I'm more used to being in court. And I feel like, I mean, I still would try not to laugh, but I wouldn't freak out so much that I like smiled. Well, you were, you were obviously at that time, a new attorney that hadn't seen how often people think that stuffing meat down their pants is an acceptable way to steal it. But it happens far more than you'd think, obviously, from this conversation. That's yeah. It's actually, it's actually kind of wild how much it happens. Um, How do you know this? Because I I used to, I mean, I spent that semester doing in the clinic and basically I was in there two days a week for the better part of a semester. And I was trying to do this shit. I was trying to try cases. So I would literally go up to attorneys 
before I would leave for the day being like, Hey, I'm back in here Wednesday or whatever day it was. Who's got a docket that they want to watch me do. And I would just, I would gobble up as much work as I possibly could. So I saw so much shit in the short period of time. And then, you know, when I got started on my own, I was doing a lot of criminal stuff up here because, you know, whether it be panel cases, which wouldn't have gotten too many, but you know, conflicts there, but, um, and then Liz came along. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I still did criminal stuff up here, but um, yeah, we did. I did a fair amount of those. So I saw it. And you're, you know, you're sitting in court seeing everything else. Obviously, this wasn't your case, but you saw it because somebody else was was doing it. So I've been doing this for like six years and I've done, uh, I believe, far more criminal cases than you. And I've never seen this. So you must have just had like lucky days. Uh, I've just lots cases. of meatball cases, huh? <laughs> so a time uh, uh, laughter in the courtroom so there was this was in the circuit court and uh, this was I don't know if this was I was still in the clinic or not but I was in the courtroom I must have still been in the clinic and um, my good friend Jim Close who I know that you weren't particularly a fan of he's since passed away but um Oh, I guess he's not listening. Was yeah, he's not listening. But he he was pleading out this DUI case, and I want to say, number one, it's a DUI, and it, it's I think it's fine for me to say this guy's name. It's Fireball, um, n- not spelled the same way as the uh, as the the whiskey, but still equally funny. Not the reason anybody laughed, and. I want to say that this was this guy's fourth or fifth DUI and Jim somehow miraculously worked out a deal where all he was going to serve was weekends. I don't remember how many weekends, but whatever the sentence was, it was going to be served on weekends, which basically means you go to the detention center on Friday and then they release you on Sunday and you've served a weekend. And then however many weekends that sentence is to be served in, you have to do that. You have to show up every weekend for that many. So I guess this guy had never served weekends before. So there, you know, if you don't show up on time for one of your weekends, then you get charged with escape, which is another crime. But um, so they're describing it. Hey, do you know where you're going? No. Okay, it's on such a, you know, it's on landing lane. Do you know where that is? No. Do you know where, and I'm trying to think of what was there at the time because the Wawa wasn't there at the time. There's a liquor store. Hold on, hold on, hold on, don't, 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 don't ruin it. That's the punchline. We're getting to the punchline. So they're like, do you know where this is? And the guy's like, no. Do you know where this is? And the guy's like, no. And then they're like, do you know where Joker's is? Which is the bar slash liquor store that you're talking about. And the guy basically jumps out of his seat. He's like, yeah, I know where that is. And the entire courtroom, including the judge on the bench, erupts into laughter, like uncontrollable. Like this guy on his fifth UI doesn't know where shit is except the fucking bar. No shit. Oh, sorry. I ruined your punchline. That's That's all right. We fixed it. That's also the reference that I have because, I mean, I, you know, obviously know where the detention center is. And before, I mean, it's the Wawa. The Wawa wasn't always there, though. Yeah, but then there's nothing over there except 
the liquor store, which I didn't know had a bar attached to it. So yeah, does that? Well, it's not a bar anymore. That part of it is now a um, a, like a noodle restaurant, a faux restaurant, or whatever the hell that is. What? Um, yeah, I love noodles in. Pho. Yeah. So yeah, that's there. So. Yeah. Look, if we if we continue doing this podcast for years to come, that won't be the first time that somebody ruins somebody else's punchline. It happens all the time on these things. <laughs> I still like how that's the only thing I knew, but I mean, yeah. it's really the only thing over there. So because I always remember it because it's so oddly placed. Yeah. Well, if would you understand that neighborhood that's like right there, it's not oddly placed. It's the perfect place. Yes, that is that is true. It looks out of place unless you know. Exactly, that. exactly. So, all right. So, anybody got anything else? Do we want to wrap up this bank episode and uh, put it on ice? Yeah, let's freeze it like Walt Disney's head. Yes, which nobody will ever do anything with. And um, yeah, so this was air quote law pod. We'd love to. Obviously, we we bank this episode early enough in our doing these that we don't have any sort of questions from the jury, but we'd love to have questions or input or comments or tell us some funny stories. Um, Maybe if you're an attorney and you've got funny stories from when you were in court or things you observed, we will get those in here, air quote law pod at gmail.com. We'll read them on air. We'd love to have some stuff to change this up and uh, make it interesting. So until next time, whenever this is and that will be, uh, this, uh, this, this podcast is adjourned. Welcome, explorers of the human experience. This is Let's Talk Soul, and I'm your host, Claudia Monticelli. We're not afraid of the great mysteries of existence here. Soul versus consciousness, we're on it. Spirituality versus science, we've got that covered too. Join us in navigating these profound topics with wisdom, curiosity, and a dash of audacity. Whether you're a spiritual veteran or just starting your journey, Let's Talk Soul is your passport to the unknown. Let's Talk Soul, diving into the depths of the human spirit. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Tim from 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys, the comedy podcast you had no idea you needed. Join Ben, Jeff, and me as we continue our musical road trip back through the years and around the globe. See, just when you thought all white guys were like Joe Rogan, you come across three educators trying to remember when we were cool. 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.